0: Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Thursday, the 16th of September. In breaking news this morning, the Prime Minister has made a major defence announcement after a number of high-level meetings in Canberra overnight. It's understood Australia, the US and UK are set to unveil a landmark new international security initiative to share advanced technologies. Here is the Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, making the announcement just moments ago.
2: And so, Friends' AUKUS is born a new enhanced trilateral security partnership between Australia, the United Kingdom and the United States, AUKUS, a partnership where our technology, our scientists, our industry, our defence forces are all working together to deliver a safer and more secure region that ultimately benefits all. AUKUS will also enhance our contribution to our growing network of partnerships in the Indo-Pacific region. ANZUS, our ASEAN friends, our bilateral strategic partners, the Quad, Five Eyes countries, and of course, our dear Pacific family.
0: In other news this morning, the nightly curfew has been lifted for a number of hotspot suburbs across Sydney as New South Wales hits its 80% first-dose vaccination rate. The state recorded 12 COVID deaths and 1,259 new infections yesterday. Chair of the Medical Staff Council at Liverpool Hospital in Sydney, Dr Miriam Levy, says people need to get vaccinated, not for more freedoms, but to stop getting seriously ill or dying from covid Dr Levy telling the project hospitals are being overrun with COVID patients who were fit and healthy and are now struggling with serious health problems like COVID pneumonia. A chest x-ray in COVID is a drowning person and what you can see, all those blotches are pus and fluid pouring into the lungs and actually... Imagine what drowning is like and that's why people are gasping for breath. So, you know, the pneumonia of COVID can be absolutely catastrophic. Ballarat in regional Victoria has again been locked down, while Shepparton has been released from stay-at-home orders overnight. Victoria recorded another two deaths yesterday and 423 new local cases. Epidemiologist Professor Catherine Bennett says the lockdown in Melbourne and now Ballarat is necessary. Trying to keep the footprint of the outbreaks as small as we can protect um, regional towns is is really important And, and to try and shut these outbreaks down as early as you can when they do hit a new setting, that's the best way to do it. There's new hope this morning families could be reunited by Christmas with Qantas to resume international flights to some countries from the 18th of December. For now, the initial destinations are limited to London, Singapore, Los Angeles and Vancouver. And Flight Centre boss Graham Turner doubts those coming home will need to worry about going straight into isolation.
1: In places like New South Wales and Victoria, there's no reason for quarantine because they've got the virus anyway. So if people are doubly vaccinated and tested negative, there's just no logic. To have quarantine restrictions anymore, but but they will need to be doubly vaccinated. They will need to um, have a negative test before they come in.
0: And in other news this morning, the reliance by Christian Porter to pay his legal fees is under the microscope with the Prime Minister to ensure it adheres to ministerial standards. Scott Morrison and the former Attorney General reportedly had a conversation yesterday about his declaration of mystery donors who paid his legal fees to sue the ABC. Mr Porter strenuously denies all allegations and was able to settle his lawsuit let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground to victoria firstly and police are warning they will go to extreme new lengths this weekend to prevent massive protests in melbourne cbd plans are underway for a major anti-lockdown rally similar to one just a month ago where thousands of people clashed with police hundreds were arrested and six officers were injured our reporter james lake in melbourne says this time melbourne cbd will be completely shut down
2: It doesn't come as a surprise, Tash, after that massive rally in August. Police said they'd do everything to stop it happening again. In what's been called their biggest operation for the force in years, more than 2,000 officers will be patrolling the city perimeter. Concrete barricades will be placed on roads as well to prevent vehicle access, while public transport's being stopped from entering the CBD. That's all trains, trams and buses, while taxis and Ubers will be scrutinised. Victoria's Police Commissioner Shane Patton says it is all absolutely necessary. This is a significant operation and it's a huge demand on policing resources,
1: but it's one that's necessary. This is the biggest game in town for us to stop this occurring.
0: And to Queensland, and an emotional reunion for a local family after their daughter who has cancer was finally allowed back home after being trapped in Canberra because of border closures. Our reporter Amy Drew has more from Brisbane.
3: Yeah, Tash, well, sadly, this headline isn't new. Queensland Health have been copping a lot of criticism in recent months for their travel exemption process, and this case isn't any different. So mary Bedwell submitted her exemption application from the ACT more than a week ago She suffers from a rare form of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma Which requires CAR-T cell therapy And that procedure can only be performed At the Royal Brisbane and Women's Hospital But Marianne was left in the dark for a week With no response from officials It wasn't until her story aired on the Seven Network on Monday night That the 34-year-old received a call from Queensland Health Just half an hour after that broadcast Now luckily for her, she is back in Queensland and will undergo that treatment in Brisbane very soon. Her father Bruce hopes that their story will highlight flaws in the broken system and be fixed to avoid other families suffering.
1: If we can't see people get in the process they deserve, there are going to be other people who will suffer tragically.
0: After the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Peter Switzer from au. Peter, good morning. This is an incredible story. A local online design firm, Canva, started by three friends, is now worth more than Telstra, valued at $55 billion.
1: It's staggering Tash, isn't it? We know this because Canva's co-founders, Cameron Adams-Cliff-Obrecht and Melanie Perkins, are set to raise $200 million from investors. And only in April, the company was valued at $20 billion, but with 60 million active users a month, the business's value has hit a staggering $55 billion valuation. It has to be one of the greatest local business success stories ever.
0: It's set to be a very interesting meeting coming up, uh, Peter, with the US President Joe Biden and our Prime Minister Scott Morrison, especially when it comes to Australia's heavy reliance and involvement in coal.
1: That's right. The US has isolated Australia over climate change by siding with the EU and Canada in seeking to end rich country support for coal-fired power stations. The Australian reports that this puts pressure on Australia to do more to cut carbon dioxide emissions in the lead-up to the UN Climate Change Conference in November. Clearly, the future for coal looks cooked.
0: And Peter, big and even smaller firms across the country are set to be set up as vaccination centres very soon, but how will employers deal with the medically exempt employee?
1: Yeah, that's an interesting one. The companies such as Telstra and SPC told the SMH that they will actually be working with employees who have medical exemptions preventing a vaccination. A Telstra spokesman said its vulnerable employees will be found alternative roles out of harm's way, either on a temporary or permanent basis. However, not all firms are promising to be as flexible, especially for those who won't be jabbed for other reasons.
0: Peter, thank you. Cheers. for Sport Now with Brett Thomas. And Brett, the Warriors have launched a social media campaign to urge the New Zealand government to allow staff members to return home.
2: Yes, good morning, Tash. Nine staff have been separated from their families since the squad relocated to Australia in early January. So it's the best part of two years. Last year, of course, they had to relocate to Tamworth and then the Central Coast. Only limited spots in quarantine will become available once the border reopens. Unfortunately, it shut before they could get back. Uh, The likes of Tohu Harris and Dallin Wateni-Zelezniak have launched this social media campaign on behalf of the Real Warriors to help uh, those vaccinated staff members to get home and saying that they have represented their country with pride. So calling on Jacinda Ardern directly to allow them uh, to come back. It will be literally a lottery once the border does reopen. Uh, Of course, not just these staff members, but other uh, New Zealanders hoping to get back to their home country Uh, will have to just, uh, you know, wish for some luck to get picked to go into those quarantine spots. Now, just in some finals news, of course, the Warriors season is over, but Parramattas is still alive. They admit improvement is needed to roll pen and progress to the prelims the two sides go head to head this weekend with the winner to take on the storm eels fullback clint gutherson says their game in week one against the knights was closer than it should have been probably patches in that game on the weekend where we were a little bit down and um if that was from not not having the sort of running in your legs or or something like that but uh look you just got to win at this time of year and Um, We're on to this week, so looking forward to it. And just in some other NRL news, Paul McGregor is returning to coaching. He's been hired by Brad Fittler to help him out to New South Wales with Craig Fitzgibbon, of course, uh, taking charge at Cronulla.
0: And, Brett, in other news, of course, the Ds are continuing to train very hard despite having a week off before the AFL Grand Final.
2: Yeah, they're certainly not treating it as a week off. They'll be put through their paces this weekend ahead of the grand final. We've got uh, that week off, of course, in Perth for both the D's and the Bulldogs. It starts with an intra-club match planned for Saturday. Uh, Defender Christian Salem expects there will be a few bumps and bruises by the end of it. There is a fine balance. Um, You know, we're going to go pretty hard, um, but it's more don't jump into people's backs, going in for marks and... Sling tackles and whatnot. But, you know, when we're playing, it's, um, you know, we're going full on. And just an update on Carlton's coaching situation. And the update is there is no update. It's been described as a bit of a mess by our chief footy reporter, Damien Barrett. You've got Diesel Williams making his own calls. You've got David Parkin also making his own calls. And then you've supposedly still got five members of that selection panel also doing what they were meant to do and do a process. So they're all over the place. And I don't expect it to be resolved anytime soon. And he believes they haven't completely given up on snaring Alastair Clarkson. He said that he wants next year off. But uh, after the finals, they might have another crack at trying to land the full time premiership coach, Tosh. Brett, thanks so much. Thank you, Tosh.
0: After nearly 30 years on the run, a prisoner has finally handed himself in. The then 35-year-old escaped from a correctional facility in Grafton in 1992, just three months into a three-and-a-half-year sentence, and he used a hacksaw blade and bolt cutters to escape from jail. He spent the last 29 years doing cash-in-hand labour jobs around Sydney's northern beaches, but in recent months became homeless and decided he would hand himself in to authorities. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's morning agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the new Listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day. Stay safe and we look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Listener.